Lieutenant Lucinda Pierce had one foot across the threshold of the homicide department when the voice boomed out, My office, Pierce. She watched the back of Captain Marcus Holland receding down the hall. For the first time, she noticed that the red bristles on his head were speckled with white, and a spot on the crown of his head was thinning. She shook her head and sighed. It was no time to think about the aging of her commanding officer. The order had been given. She'd lost track of the number of times she heard those words. They were always the precursor to bad news. She followed him down the hall, with apprehension dragging at her heels. As she entered his office, Holland was scanning through a stack of file folders on his desk. Most of them had worn-out tattered edges and bent tabs as if they'd been wrapped in rubber bands for quite some time. Without looking up, he said, Please have a seat, Pierce. Lucinda started. Holland never said please. Must be really bad news, she thought. Still, her instinctive urge to remain standing whenever she was told to sit down kept her on her feet. Holland looked up at her. Please, Pierce, he said, gesturing to the chair in front of his desk. Lucinda looked at him. No throbbing in his temples, no redness blotching across his cheekbones, no evident signs of anger. He looked more defeated and sorrowful than irritated or wrathful. Definitely not his typical demeanor after calling her into his presence, raising Lucinda's level of apprehension, but stirring her curiosity at the same time. She slid into the chair and regarded him with wary fascination, her fight-or-flight response on high alert. Holland looked back down at his desk, fiddled with his files and cleared his throat. She'd never known him to be at a loss for words, unless he was too enraged to speak. Sir? He cleared his throat again, raised his head, and twisted his neck in the collar of his shirt. Do you remember when you joined Homicide, Pierce? Yes, she said, recalling that dreadful, pivotal moment captured by court TV cameras. Lieutenant John Boswell had been on the stand all morning and for most of the afternoon, in the trial of Martha Sherman, who'd been charged with first-degree murder in the death of her stepdaughter Emily. The judge had decided to dismiss the court for the day and leave Boswell's cross-examination for the morning. Boswell had risen from his chair, then the color had drained from his face, and he'd slumped back down. He'd struggled to speak as his face turned gray, and he'd keeled forward, his head making a loud thump as it hit the rail of the witness box. Heart attack. Boswell was dead before he reached the hospital. A 30-year law enforcement veteran with more than 20 years in homicide, he'd brought some of the most dangerous men in their jurisdiction to justice. He'd survived bullet wounds, head trauma, and countless tense situations in the field. So many risky situations, so many opportunities to die, and yet it was the betrayal by his own body that ended his life. If it weren't for his death, she wouldn't have gotten the job, at least not at that time, and she had to admit, maybe never. Yes, sir, I most certainly do. It was because of Boz. That bothered me a lot at the time. In fact, it still does when I think about it. Do you remember what happened after Boz died? There was a delay in the trial, then the funeral, I escorted Mrs. Boswell that day. When I finished with my duties, I got the message that I was wanted in your office. Did you know why? Frankly, sir, 
I assumed that as Lieutenant Boswell's next in line, you wanted to report on how well his family was holding up. I thought you wanted to know if there was anything you could do. I was more than a little surprised when you offered me a position in homicide. I really wanted it, but I thought it would be years, even with the vacancy created by Boz's death. Remember I told you that Boz had spoken highly of you and that you were on my short list for an opening? Lucinda nodded. Yes, sir. I didn't tell you the complete story at that time, and I never planned on telling you. But now, there have been some developments that make it necessary. Regrettable, but necessary. Lucinda's brow furrowed. Would he ever get to the point? Remember Sergeant Carmody? She remembered him only vaguely. The one who left about a month after Boz died? Yes, he took a job in homicide down in Raleigh. He was not pleased that he was passed over in favor of you.